again, you know, the people who are saying, well, you're not supposed to judge. You, you, you're not living the truth of the scriptures. You, you have to judge. You have to sit in a seat of judgment because you need to be able to know those that walk among you, those that work among you. And if you're sitting amongst some false brothers, some apostate sisters, that mess is going to corrupt you. Greetings, Terminal Generation. This is Christopher Radiant Fire Radio. Been reading in the book of Ezekiel here in the last week and just really observing different things that are going on within the body of Christ. And my soul is vexed. My soul is vexed. And I know that we are going to see Jesus Christ return to the earth. I have high hopes and high expectations that the remnant is going to be prepared and ready to meet him. What I always get vexed about is the apostate church and the things that they do. I was kidding with a friend of mine, and I was saying, I really wish we could go to the day where we were able to carry swords and we were able to go out and attack those who were apostate. Those, just like when you read Ezekiel, you know, God said, those who are in agreement with these sins, who are in agreement with the idol worship and in an agreement with the you know, the priesthood just being dirty. And, you know, God go, said, go out and mark those in Ezekiel. Mark those who are not in agreement with these people. And then go out and kill everybody else. And I know that these are the end times. But some of the things that I see going on within the church, you, you have to judge them. You have to evaluate them for what they really are. And I know the apostate church has this doctrine that they teach you that you're not supposed to judge anything or judge anyone, but that's contrary to the scriptures and the, and the, the proof that are, that's in the Bible. You know, if you weren't supposed to judge, why would God put the book of Ezekiel in the Bible? Why would he put uh, Jeremiah in the Bible? And this week, I put out a couple of posts on Facebook regarding Ezekiel. And I'm going to read, read, read them to you because these were some real scriptures. And these were some real things that God said to you. And then I want you as a member of the terminal generation to understand that we're called to a higher calling. We're called to live a different standard than the rest of the church does. And if no one else around about you is living holy, you have to live holy. If no one else around about you is having integrity, you need to be the one in your area to have the integrity. Listen at Ezekiel chapter 9, verses 3 to 5. Now the glory of the, of the God of Israel had gone up from the cherub where it had been to the threshold of the temple. And he called to the man clothed with linen, who had the writer's inkhorn at his side. And the Lord said to him, Go through the midst of the city, 
through the midst of Jerusalem and put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. Verse 5. To the others he said in my hearing, Go after him through the city and kill. Do not let your eyes spare, nor have any pity. And I'll put this out there. I'll put this scripture out there because it's, it's common to see, uh, don't worry about anything because God's going to bless you tomorrow. But you don't hear these types of scriptures. You know, you don't hear Ezekiel being taught about in your church. I hear it in my church because my pastor don't apply. I'll just, I'll just say it like that. But when you go to look through other sources, because you have to be able to feed yourself. You have to be able to go out and see what the rest of the body of Christ is doing so that you're, you're aware of, of who's true and who's not. And again, you know, the people who are saying, well, you're not supposed to judge. You, you, you're not living the truth of the scriptures. You, you have to judge. You have to sit in a seat of judgment because you need to be able to know those that walk among you, those that work among you. And if you're sitting amongst some false brothers, some apostate sisters, that mess is going to corrupt you. Listen at verse 9 and 10 of Ezekiel 9. Then he said to me, the iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great. Sounds like a judgment to me. And the land is full of bloodshed and the city full of perversity. For they say the Lord has forsaken the land and the Lord does not see. Verse 10. And as for me also, my eye will neither spare nor will I have pity, but I will recompense their deeds on their own head. That, that's judgment, terminal generation. That's judgment. And that's something that God has, has spoke to Ezekiel. He spoke to Jeremiah. He spoke to Isaiah. He spoke to the other prophets in the Bible and told them, you need to hold them on. And with all of the mess that is going on within the body of Christ right now, we have to hold the standard. We have to uphold the standard of holiness and righteousness. And I know every one of us sins. Every one of us falls short of the glory of God. But there has to be a severe striving, moving towards that goal. And I know because you're a part of the terminal generation, you're doing that. You want to be what God wants you to be. But you, you have to be aware that there are those who are in the body of Christ, who are pretending to be Christ, who are not doing this. I don't know if you heard, but there was a scandal this week um, amongst the church. And, you know, one pastor was, was, was preaching and I guess doing deliverance. And the other pastor said, time's up, it's time to go. And, you know, it's time to shut the, shut the service down. We don't know why. He did what he did, but, you know, you have to be respectful of the man's house. If he's telling you it's time to go, he doesn't want to see this, he don't want you doing deliverance, you, you need to pack your stuff up and go. Take it to another venue. But what, do we, what did we see in this incident? The pastor who was supposedly being used of God to help set people free immediately begins with the lace of profanity in the church in front of the people he's supposedly quote-unquote doing deliverance on. This ought not be. It just, it just ought not be. And, and my soul is vexed 
at seeing this stuff. If you don't know, there's a a trial that's going on right now or has has been going on where uh, a, a person who's supposed to be in the faith is milking the flock, robbing people of their money, and you know this guy's being asked questions, very pointed questions. Hey, why do you need thirty thousand dollars worth of Gucci suits a year? Don't you understand that people don't have money? Why do you preach in your sermons? Give me money. Why are you doing things that are contrary to scripture and you're standing up there pretending to be gods? I'm glad he's embarrassed. I'm glad that he's being asked these questions because this type of foolishness should not be going on within God's church, but it is. And no one is holding these people accountable. Why? Because we have these false teachings. You can't judge them. You, you just have to let them go. You have to let them do their thing. I don't see that in the Bible. I don't see that in the Bible. And we're living in times right now where there's such apostasy. There's such a hatred for the truth that people are just doing their own thing. You probably have heard about the service where the drummer or a musician was asked to continue playing and the musician had another obligation, another engagement. And the person who was trying to get the musician to stay decided to defame the musician, make the musician look bad like they didn't, uh, didn't care about what God was doing. This is, this is all going on right in the middle of a church service. And not only that, social media was used to put the person, put the musician down. And instead of the, the uh, speaker being wise and realizing, okay, I made a mistake, I, I just need to move on, they continued to try to put this man down. This is dumb. This is dumb, and this, this should not be going on in God's house. This should not be going on amongst the church. So these are just a few of the things that, you know, I think about and it, it just vexes my soul. It vexes my soul because how is God going to move in the church, you know, that says they want revival, that says we want people to be changed, that says that we want people to see us and see that we're a true representation of Jesus Christ, but we're doing dumb stuff like this. I will never understand this kind of stuff. I will I will not. And you know, I just this really was grieved in my spirit over this. And I, I I know you as a member of the terminal generation don't understand why this stuff's going on. It has to go on, but you don't have to be a part of it. You don't have to, to partake of these leaders' sins. This has been Christopher Radiant Fire Radio, just talking about vexation of soul. And, you know, our generation is going to see Jesus return. And these are the signs and the wonders that are unfortunately a part of this.
We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>